0: Welcome back to the Digital Wellbeing Podcast, where we explore how we live well in the digital world. I'm your host, Jace Bauer, and my value for freedom and simplicity has led me to this topic of digital well-being, and I'm glad that you are along for the discussion. Today, my guest is Molly Weber. Uh, Molly is here to discuss something very interesting, and I think um, something a little bit out of the ordinary for this podcast so far, the positives of social media. Uh, Molly, feel free to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself, and we'll get started.
1: Sure. Yeah. So as you said, my name is Molly. I'm 21. So I think I fall um, kind of in the middle demographic as far as, you know, I'm not like an old social media person, but I'm not like one of the kids who grew up with an iPhone from age 10. Like my parents were pretty conservative with what they allowed us to use growing up. So it's definitely been something I have started to navigate a lot older and also something I've navigated a lot more like on my own because I pretty much didn't start using a lot of stuff till I was out of my parents' house. Um, and just kind of figuring out a lot on my own. So um, I'm a young professional, graduated college a few years ago, and I also have worked remote for the past four or five years. So that's also, I think, contributed to probably a lot of the opinions I'm going to express here today.
0: Yeah. So it's interesting that you mentioned your parents and their approach um, and kind of how you didn't really necessarily get super involved until, um, till later on in, in your teens. Um, what did that look like for you in terms of, of getting on social media using those platforms?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So my parents really were like, you can have an email and that's it. And please only use it for like school. And why do you even have to use it for school? <laughs> it's kind of like the, the expectation there. Um, so I think the first social media I got was, Um, Facebook. And I used Facebook only because I got an internship um, planning a big student event, um, Apex, and a lot of the students that I was trying to reach to market to were based on like a Facebook group. And so I thought it was probably the wisest thing at that point to um, get connected there. And that was when I was about 17 and a half. And then when I turned 18, I got an Instagram and also got Snapchat, um, mainly because like people I knew told me you really should have these. They're so much fun. Like we can connect better. Um, and I really didn't like, it wasn't really something inside that I was like, yes, I've always dreamed of having Instagram. I've always dreamed of having Snapchat. Um, and it was kind of just went from there. And as over the last few years, I've come to see a lot of value and how much I've used, what I've used has shifted a lot. Like when I started out, um, I felt like Facebook had a lot of value. And so I would used Facebook a lot. And now And same for Snapchat. And now I really don't use those platforms very much at all. Um, And Instagram that I was like, why is this here? I don't really know what the value is. Now I use that all the time.
0: So tell us why you use Instagram and what value you see in it.
1: Yeah. So I see uh, Instagram as a really nice combination of a lot of things that a lot of other social medias are trying to achieve. So I love that on Instagram, they have like the stories and I'm able to see like snapshots of people's lives. I'm able to share snapshots of my own lives and some of them are super informative. Some of them are really funny um, and just uh, kind of a huge range there. I like that I have the options for posts, which are then kind of longer and expanded. Um, And then I love with the stories, like people can share their posts and I have this like option of, instead of just like scrolling through and being like trying to find the right posts, I can just like flip through the stories of people I like and then be like, okay, do I want to invest time in your post today or not? Um, I found a lot of really cool small businesses on Instagram, which I think is great, and it's pretty easy to find them um, with searching hashtags, which I find a lot easier to do on Instagram, something like Facebook, which I don't think they do a great job engaging with the hashtag situation. Um, I like that I can save posts really easily, um, and I also love that it's based around like pictures and videos because uh, like, psychologically, as a human, like that just catches your brain and your attention more. Um, But I also love it because I'm a very visual person. And so if someone's telling me a story, I would really love to see what's going on instead of trying to just imagine everything that's happening and trying to connect to their description with like, okay, what's going on here? Um, So I've seen it give a lot of value from a lot of different angles.
0: Sure. And I think a lot of people um, see value in that. A lot of people, that's why social media got started, right? Is, Is because people want to get connected with each other. I think something that a lot of other people do that and, and I don't know see I don't know you super well, Molly, but I, I think I, I can say that you're different in this way. A lot of people just go and they scroll out of habit, they do it compulsively. And I think that's something that a lot of our guests on previous episodes on this podcast have, have talked about is you know, kind of that compulsive use of the internet, compulsive use of our smartphones, social media, all that kind of stuff. And something that I've seen with with, with you in particular is um, you're very intentional about the way that you approach social media and Instagram and, and you do um, come at it with the right values and you say, okay, I have this value and I'm using social media, Instagram, et cetera, to, um, to achieve that. Can you talk a little bit about, like, how you maintain those boundaries and how you approach social media with that very intentional approach, I guess, if that makes sense?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so this kind of goes back, I think, to one of the reasons I value Instagram so much is because I spend so much time, like, using the stories. Even if I am, like, wasting time, I waste a lot less time um, because there's such, like, a quick Flip through um so that's definitely helped i think for me just as far as like uh ideology behind it it's always been something i use to connect with people and i've always been really excited about that element which i think has helped me as far as keeping boundaries because i know a few years back um i was using my phone a lot and i had heard from a lot of people who were like oh talking about how they wanted to use their phone less and i was like is that something i should be thinking about like am i addicted to my phone all this stuff Um, And then I went and I did an event with a bunch of people and I realized that when I was around all those people, I was never pulling out my phone. And that was a big clue to me. Like, okay, I'm not like dissing my relationships with or cutting people off. I'm actually using this to connect with people. Um, And so I think that's been just a really big thing for keeping in mind, because I can tell like in my head when I've crossed the boundary from like, oh, I'm like, looking at people's lives and like seeing what's up with them to okay now I'm uselessly scrolling I couldn't care less about this 100th sunrise in my feed and like that's great that you find that poetic and I don't and this is just lost value to me
0: yeah absolutely Um another thing that was interesting in a previous conversation we had um you'd mentioned that you value Instagram because it it exposes you to different viewpoints and um, a lot of different people with different backgrounds. and I find that's interesting. maybe share a little bit more about that um, and and how that's kind of a special positive um, from Instagram and social media that maybe we wouldn't get otherwise.
1: Sure, yeah. So I think this goes back to an element of social media that can be really harmful, which is that people feel a lot more comfortable posting a lot of opinions and a lot of things that they probably wouldn't be comfortable saying out loud, Um, which is, you know, kind of, for example, a lot of political stuff, um, people will post um, somewhat flagrant stuff. Um, But I really found that interesting because I get to see what political opinions people have or what... um, Deep, deeply rooted um, views they have on everything that they haven't told me in person. Um, and so I found out that um, someone I really, really value, who I thought had um, very conservative leanings, she actually had very liberal political leanings, um, this past election, and I thought that was so interesting because I was able to reach out to her. Um, Be like, hey, I'm really interested. What prompted you to have this opinion? Um, This wasn't like previously what I thought you were interested in. And she shared some resources with me that I thought were then interesting. And so I followed some new accounts on Instagram, um, which led me to other accounts, which have kind of increased my education on a lot of different issues. Um, And it's something where it doesn't mean that I agree (laughs) with everything that I've read. Um, but it's just enabled me you know, to kind of follow the dots. Okay, why did this person have this belief? What were they educating themselves on? Um, and so a lot of people that I know in my immediate circle are very conservative people. Um, it's what I grew up with. Um, but then even if you see on social media one liberal person, you're able to like, connect their ideas to a bunch of other liberal people. Um, and, and that's the same way, I think, if you start liberal and then move towards the conservative um, and you're able to instantly be connected with people of the other opinion um, and just see a whole different side. Like there are issues that I had not thought about specific ways, um, and realized that, yeah, a lot of people on the conservative side were just very, very, um, rooted in their one opinion. And like I said, I think that goes for liberals too. I don't know that that's like a just conservative issue. Um,
0: For sure. I think that's a really interesting point because I think a lot of times we look at social media and politics and we kind of are like, oh, people just throw their opinions out there and it's an echo chamber and, and you know no one wants to actually engage with other ideas but it's you know that that can also be true for just analog communities right like if you're not you know as opposed to a digital social media community if you're just hanging out with people that you spend you know your your week with the chances are that you're already um engaging with people of similar backgrounds and similar value systems and whatnot. And so um, in that sense, it is a positive thing that, you know, sure, it can be abused, but having that social media and the internet available to actually be exposed to things that you probably wouldn't be exposed to in terms of viewpoints and whatnot, um, if you didn't have that. So I guess a question for you, as you, um, as you have explored different viewpoints and have kind of had an open mind with people and asked questions, been proactive and gone and like, ask questions of people to learn more about their um, experiences and viewpoints, Um, how do we balance that with, um, you know, with a kind of a social media culture that is very aggressive and can be very um, kind of antagonistic sometimes? I think we all probably know know, that feeling.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Well, I think, you know, one thing I was thinking of, even as you were just talking right now, is a great element of social media is that you can step away from it. Um, Mm -hmm. and you can choose, okay, I've had enough of this or, oh, wow, I really disagree with this person. And it's just like making me angry. Um, and I'm going to say something I regret to them. Or if I just stay on this, I'm just going to keep being angry. Even, um, you can just say, okay, I'm done. Like I'm going to go, um, take a break. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to go for a walk. Um, and so I think that is a really, really great way, um, to just, kind of chill out, um, just take some space away. Um, I think also I've noticed there are people that I disagree with that I follow and there's really constructive content. And then there's people I disagree with and they don't express their feelings in any kind of constructive way. And I think we all know people like that um, who just post things that I just aren't, don't, ex- don't um, reflect that they have looked at the other side at all. Mm-hmm. Um, are interested in building those relationships so I think it's really about building bridges to a lot Um, so there's a lady and I know I've talked with you about this Jace recently um, who I follow who's very interested she's like a government teacher and she's very interested in politics which is probably one of the most divisive issues in our country and probably most countries in the world Um, but she is she'll put question boxes on her story that's like hey let's hear from conservatives on this Hey, let's hear from liberals on this. And she'll ask both sides to pipe up um and we'll repost the answers to the questions. And I love that. Um and so I think yeah, I think it's just being able to take breaks and also look for people who can disagree constructively, mm-hmm. which is a really hard thing to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, wonderful, Molly. I um, appreciate your time as we wrap up. What's one question that you would um, ask people listening to kind of help them inspire their own thought on how they can use social media um, productively, intentionally, um, and with the right value mindset?
1: Yeah, well, I think it looks very differently for everybody. So I'm not going to say there's a perfect recipe for how you should use technology or social media at all. Um, I know a lot of people who try to use their phones as little as possible. I know there are um, phones out there that will not let you have any social media or people who just delete all of that. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's totally fine, and there's definitely value in that. Um, but I think really the biggest question, honestly, should be um, just your purpose behind everything. So why are you spending the amount of time that you're spending on your phone or on social media Um, Is that maybe like maybe you're on for five hours, but are those all video calls with friends um, or Mm -hmm. writing kind messages to people or, you know, asking about their day or stuff like that Um, or even educating yourself? Like I said, if you are reading up on different issues and you find um, specific social media accounts um, to be the best way to do that, I find it's really easy to just collect information like one account on Instagram I follow. It's I can't remember what it's called, but it basically for every issue, it will show you a article that was written that was very liberal, an article that's very in the middle, and then an article that's written from a very conservative perspective. And I find that like really interesting. So I'll find, you know, I might spend like an hour and a half or two hours on Instagram a day, which is a little bit more than I would like to. Um, but then I have to go back and ask myself, okay, what was I doing with that time? Was I actually using that for education? Um, or was I just scrolling through uselessly and looking at videos of whales? Like that's not going to add a time to my life. So I think if I were asking people um, how to look at things, I would just be like, what is what is the purpose that you want to use social media for your phone? Um, and are you accomplishing that with what you're doing right now? And then if you're not, look at it, you know how you've deviated and then what steps you can take to fix it. Because there are a lot of things you can do to change your habits that are really easy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a great question. The why question, um, I think we should ask it over and over and over again. Um, And it helps us leverage those tools for, for productive use. So um, Molly, thank you for, for coming on and and sharing kind of like the other side of the story. I know we've had a lot of episodes that have talked about, you know, social media and how addicting it is and how we should, you know, put boundaries on it. But thank you for coming and kind of sharing the other side of the story and, and saying, Hey, there's a lot of good um, you can get out of social media. It just requires a very purposeful approach. So I appreciate uh, your time and I wish you all the best.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure.
0: Absolutely.